Where would you go if you were feeling unwell or wanted to refer yourself for health and wellness support? If you needed a repeat prescription or want to book a GP appointment, the answer is to go to shwh.co.uk because the Sunderland Health and Wellness Hub has all the information, advice and links you need about local healthcare services in Sunderland and it'll direct you to the right healthcare services for your needs. So for all your health and wellness needs, visit shwh.co.uk. This is our People podcast, telling the stories behind South Tyneside and Sunderland NHS Foundation Trust. Hi, and welcome to Our People Podcast. I'm Harry Newhouse, your host for today's episode, and here to join me is Head of Neurophysiology and Senior Chief Clinical Physiologist, Deborah Young. Welcome to the podcast, Deborah. Oh, thanks, Harry, and thanks for inviting me to take part in Our People's Podcast. What is neurophysiology? So here at Neurophysiology, we investigate the function of the central and peripheral nervous system to diagnose and manage a range of neurological and non-neurological conditions. We work with a diverse group of patients from premature babies to young children and adults of all ages. So neurophysiology plays a vital role in diagnosing and managing many neurological disorders that affect many people within the UK. Such disorders include epilepsy, stroke, encephalitis, disorders of muscles and nerves and multiple sclerosis to name but a few. Because of the diverse nature of the department and the referrals we receive, we work with a lot of staff within the Trust, including neurology, paediatrics, intensive care staff, to name but a few. As Head of Neurophysiology here at the Trust, what does your role entail? So I actually manage, coordinate and continuously improve and develop the neurophysiology service for patients not only referred to us from consultants and specialists here at South Tyneside and Sunderland, but also I coordinate and manage limited neurophysiology services at other hospitals in the region, including University Hospital North Durham, Darlington and Hopewood Park. Another important part of my job is not only training and education of my own workforce, but also training and education for the staff. Um, For example, I provide regular training in neurophysiology for our medical students at Sunderland University. And I also coordinate and lead training and education programmes for other staff within the Trust. Could you tell us a bit about the patients that come to your department and what kind of treatments you offer in neurophysiology? I've already mentioned that we see a wide range of patients from the neonatal period to our geriatric patients and everything in between. Here at Sunderland, we offer a comprehensive range of diagnostics which fall under three categories. The first category is EEG or electroencephalography. And basically, this is the recording of the electrical impulses generated by the brain, known as brain waves. We use this mainly to aid in the diagnosis of epilepsies, um, encephalitis and meningitis, but lots of other things we look for too. The second category in the diagnostics here in the department fall under nerve conduction study and electromyography. And these investigations assess the function of the nerves and the muscles within the body. And we're looking for particular conditions such as motor neuron disease, nerve entrapment such as carpal tunnel syndrome and other things like peripheral neuropathies. 
The third category of diagnostics here at Sunderland are the evoked potentials. And these are potentials produced by the brain in response to a specific stimulus, for example, a flashing light. And we use this diagnostic specifically to aid in the diagnosis and the monitoring of multiple sclerosis. For the last couple of years, we have been dealing with the COVID pandemic, uh, which has resulted in longer waiting times around the country. However, recently new figures have shown our trust had no patients facing a routine wait of 18 uh, months or longer for treatment as of March. The neurophysiology department also has a short waiting list of no longer than six weeks, which is fantastic. Could you explain the work that's gone on behind that to ensure our patients get seen to as quickly as possible? So like many diagnostic departments at the height of the pandemic, we suspended our non-urgent investigations. When normal services were resumed in the latter part of 2020, we were faced with unprecedented waiting lists for most of our diagnostics. The team worked tirelessly to reduce the waiting list as quickly as possible for our patients, providing extra capacity late into the evening or at weekends. We acquired additional capacity from external sources. We also carefully managed appointments and clinic capacity, ensuring wasted capacity was at an absolute minimum or actually non-existent. We flexibly scheduled our clinics to meet the demand of the individual diagnostic. I also appointed an additional advanced physiologist to help reduce further our longest waiting list diagnostics, which were our peripheral studies. How big is the team? And uh, you've already mentioned a few job roles there, but what kind of jobs are involved? So we have 10 substantive staff. We have one consultant, two admin staff and seven physiologists. The physiologists are a unique team in that we sit under the healthcare scientists um, of the NHS workforce and we're involved in over 80% of all diagnosis within the NHS. One big factor of such a short waiting time is the development of the advanced physiologist. Uh, could you explain what that role is and why it plays such an important figure in the team? Yeah, so we had an advanced physiologist employed before the pandemic and the, the reason we actually explored this role was because nationally there was a recruitment crisis within neurophysiology, particularly in the medical field. So we just looked at new ways of work and we had a really proactive consultant and I've got a highly skilled team of physiologists. So together we actually developed this advanced physiologist role who performs some investigations that were previously performed by consultants only. So it's greatly helped the consultants waiting list and, and added a, an additional skill to our already highly skilled physiologist team. Do many other trusts in the region have an advanced uh, physiologist in their neurophysiology team? To my knowledge, not here in this region, but there certainly are these roles nationally in the UK. When we initially looked at developing this role, we sought advice, best practice, protocols, training advice from our colleagues nationally. So as far as I'm aware, there aren't any specific peripheral roles here in the North East, but definitely in the UK, these roles exist. Last month, we hosted our first Staff Recognition Awards and you won the Governor's Award, which is a brilliant achievement. Just how pleased are you to have been chosen by a number of governors to win such an award? Well, I was shocked, thrilled and absolutely honoured to receive the Governor's Award. I was actually initially shortlisted for the Leadership Award, um, which I didn't win. 
and then was taken by surprise to actually win the Governor's Award. It was amazing. It was an amazing night. It, it was fantastic to, to see everybody, hear everybody's stories. And particularly on the back of the pandemic, we haven't had an event like this since 2019, I believe. Um, so it was quite an amazing night for us all to get together to celebrate the achievements of, of staff in the Trust. So yes, absolutely honoured. Still haven't come down yet from, from receiving the award. Brilliant. It just shows what fantastic work the department and yourself are doing. Also, the neurophysiology team uh, were also shortlisted for the Clinical Acute Team of the Year, which was eventually won by the emergency department teams at South Tyneside District Hospital and Southern Royal Hospital. It just shows the amazing work that the department's doing and just how proud of the team are you. Well, I have an astonishing team. They work relentlessly to deliver an amazing customer service for our patients. I'm very proud and honoured to manage this highly dedicated team. Their commitment and enthusiasm never ceases to amaze me. Yes, absolutely. So proud. And if anybody would like to watch the reaction of Deborah and the ED team winning their awards, uh, we have a podcast episode dedicated to our Staff Recognition Awards on our YouTube channel, which is a fantastic watch. And it was a great night celebrating the fantastic achievements over the past 12 months. That brings us to the end of this episode. Uh, thank you very much for joining me today, Deborah. Thanks, Harry. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Our People Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it and check out our other stories. Hit subscribe to keep up to date with the latest and catch up with what we've been up to on our Twitter, Facebook and Instagram pages. Just search for our name.